S-O-S-G, standing on solid ground. Hello, this is Kim Jones with Standing on Solid Ground. I am the host of the Motivational and Inspirational Podcast. And today I am going to be speaking on forgiveness. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you. The first is Luke 6 and 37. Judge not and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive and ye shall be forgiven. Also Matthew 18, 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. I am very blessed to know that God is a forgiving God. I am very blessed to know that he is a forgiving God, that he will blot out all my transgressions, He will forgive me of all my sins that I have committed throughout my years of understanding what right and wrong is. Day by day, I have understood and I have seen with my own eyes how forgiveness plays the biggest role in our lives. Now, this layer, forgiveness, is a very strong part of my foundation or of my solid ground along with faith and patience and with all the other layers that I have mentioned in my prior episodes. Forgiveness is a hard thing that I've noticed that many people do not have the heart to do. I've witnessed it personally I've witnessed it um, with loved ones or family members or friends or co-workers where that bitterness is so sour that it changed a a dynamics of a room. It changed the dynamics of a household. It can change the dynamics of your job. It can change the dynamics of anything. That, that one person that have all that bitterness that's eaten up on the inside of them because they will not forgive is toxic, very just poisonous that anything that that person comes in contact with or come in contact with other people, it is contagious, toxic. Now, an example that I have, I know that of a father and a daughter that have uh, been doing battle left and right, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with each other. And the father is just so filled with bitterness and anger that he can't forgive. He does not like to forgive. And I often ask myself, Is it that he loves hanging on to that bitterness 
or he feels like that if he forgives that he may not like how that feels that that control of not forgiving is um is a piece of control or a part of being in control of something and i would personally try to talk to this person and ask you know why won't you forgive I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to forgive. I don't feel like I have to. I shouldn't have to apologize for anything. Yet, when it comes to someone forgiving him or he's needing someone to forgive him, he's expecting that. And that's a two-way street. You cannot expect someone to forgive you if you're not willing to forgive someone else. I don't see how that works. I don't understand. I told them that I was sorry. I told them that I I didn't mean any harm. But he refuses to understand. And that interests me. Because the same way that he is, his daughter is the same way. That she will not be forgiving. She's not forgiving towards anything or anybody that does something to her. That I will ask, you know, why don't you forgive that person and just let it go? Oh, no, I can't forgive them for what they did to me. Do you know that they called me out of my name? And do you know that they were talking about me behind my back? And I'm like, okay. As I've been through my whole life where I've been talked about. I have been talked about from one end of my life to another. And it's because they didn't know me. It wasn't because I did anything to them or I caused them to have any animosity against me. It was because they didn't know who I was. They didn't take the time to find out either. I... The more I realize the reasons why they don't like me, I better understood how to make peace with that and forgive them anyway and to pray for them. One day I was at my desk working, doing my job like I normally do, that nine to five, and the Lord spoke to me. And, and he came to me in a very still, small voice. I didn't have any radios on. I didn't have a television on. I didn't have anything. I, it was just me typing on my, my computer and just working my little buns off. And this still, small voice came to me. He said, do you understand why people don't like you? And I'm looking around and I'm like... I know that's you, Lord, talking to me. No, I don't understand why people don't like me. He said, your light is too bright. In the Bible, he makes it very clear. Let your light, let my light so shine in you. He places a light in me. I'm like a jack-o'-lantern. I like, I like darkness. I give light to darkness. And he made me realize that people don't like you because of the light that's in you. It's not really the people. It's the enemy that doesn't like you. 
It's Satan. It's the demonic spirits. They don't want you to expose what they're doing. So they want that light to go away. And what better way to keep the light from darkness is for you to be scared away and say, you know, I don't want to be bothered with you. I don't like you. I don't want to I want I don't want you near me. I don't want to be friends with you. What better way to keep the light from the darkness than to force you to have to walk away? And I remember my mom always telling me as I was growing up, if a person don't like you, it's okay. Leave them alone. They don't need to be your friend anyway. If they don't like you for who you are, then they will never accept you. Don't force yourself to be your friend if they don't want to be your friend. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. Well, I, along through my years of middle school, uh, elementary school, high school, even college, even in the workforce, I always ran into those oppositions where people didn't like me for whatever the reason. But I had to find in, out that I needed to forgive them for whatever animosity or hatred they had towards me. For whatever the reasons, it didn't matter. I forgave them. And I remember one time, a lady, I, I was working at a drugstore. And I was at the cash register. And oh my goodness, she was angry. She did. She just hateful I mean she just did not like me but she came through my line because I was efficient I was able to get her in and get her out get her in get her out every time she came in she didn't go to any other register but she didn't like me and so one day uh, a gentleman came in and he purchased um, like over three hundred dollars worth of candy and it boosted our sales for the day for that store because that particular candy was our uh, promotional or bonus candy that we needed to sell. And we sold, uh, myself and another associate sold over 800 pieces of candy, which was a big deal for our store. And she came over to me. She said, we did it. We did it. We we put our numbers on the chart. We put our store on the chart. And I said, thank the Lord. I said, praise God for he is good. This woman stopped in her tracks. And the first thing she asked me, what church do you go to? And I told her the church that I go to. And from that point on, she talked to me. She began to acknowledge me. She began to call me by name. And I found that very ironic, just very strange. And so she told me one day, she said, you know, whenever you think about it, I'm going to give you this card and I want you to come by my church and visit my church. Now, mind you, this lady was mean she it's just like she came in mad every single time she came into that store but when she heard me give praise to god for us being able to sell over 800 pieces of candy 
and we were recognized as the top store or the top seller of this particular candy for the month, she didn't know how to take that. And she mellowed out. Me being kind and not holding a grudge towards her because she didn't like me, I forgave her. I forgave her every time she walked through the door. And I just asked, Lord, touch her. Have mercy on her. I, and I would tell her, I hope that you have a wonderful day. I was always nice to her. No matter how mean she was to me, I was always nice. Well, as it turned out, me being forgiving or having that forgiving spirit, she became a nicer person. She became something that I never would have expected her to be. Forgiveness carries a big load. It's a very heavy load. And when you have bitterness and when you have anger in your heart and when you have some, so much animosity against someone else for whatever they did, if it's stealing your boyfriend or if it's calling you out of your name or if it's stealing an idea or taking a position from you, whatever the case may be where you have such hatred in your heart towards another person, you don't realize that that weight is on you and it's weighing you down from prospering wherever you need to go in your life. I always look at if I didn't get a position, it wasn't meant for me to have, that God has something better for me. If I was overlooked for a job to do where it was a small task, it wasn't really a position change, but it was something to help out the team or if it was something to be a cheerleader or represent our company and I got overlooked, it was okay. I always told myself, God has something better for me. I didn't have that animosity towards my manager out. She chose to she chose somebody else over me and I've been in this position for this many years, but she's gonna choose someone that's been in here only six weeks. No, I can't do that. Whatever choices are made is actually for the betterment of me because when they make those choices, there's always a repercussion for the reasons why they did not choose me. And I'm going to give you an example why. A person was chosen over me for a task. It was a small task. It wasn't anything big. But they were chosen for this task to do for the team. No problem dealt with it. I knew that I could do it. I knew that I had the skills to do it, but they didn't want me to do it or they didn't want me on this team. Okay. Well, didn't worry about it. Um, they went on and did the task of whatever it is that they were doing. And they came back only to find out that not everybody showed up. And when the ones that did showed up, they got rained on. And then when they got rained on, they, the whole thing was canceled. Um, 
it was just canceled and they didn't even have to show up in the first they didn't even find out until after they got there and they were getting ready to set up they got rained on and before you know it they were saying oh, we we've canceled this because they were looking for everyone else to be showing them that's how we canceled it didn't work out now i don't i don't take pleasure in someone else's calamity but they were angry they were mad because number one not everyone showed up that made the company look bad number two when they were setting up and getting ready to get started it began to rain and they later found out from whoever was the overseer of the whole oh they had canceled it but they had canceled it like 15 or 20 minutes before they even got there and they didn't know about it they didn't contact so there was a lot of instances where you did not pick me to go on this this task or to do this to represent this company but what happened in the backlash, the person that you chose didn't even show up. Then they were rained on. Then they later found out it was canceled. So, in essence, God protected me from getting wet, from lo not losing more sleep than I would normally to, to try to make that travel. And to find out that it was canceled so i wasted my time where i have to travel back go to work still and continue with my day where i was already at work and i was enjoying my day anyway someone had left something on my desk and they said i'm sorry and i was like i don't know who this is from I don't know who it, why are they apologizing to me, but it was a beautiful card where they just left this card on my desk and said, I'm sorry. That let me know that God was in my corner. That let me know that God was with me. Now, had I had an attitude about it and I became rebunctious with my manager or you know just really nasty about it and then I, I had bitterness in my heart see everything would have worked better for them in the long run and I would have been the one with the weights on my shoulders with this heavy load of animosity and unforgiveness in my heart that I wouldn't have had a productive day as a result when they were laughing about it and they thought it was funny because i didn't get chosen for that that project it the last laugh was on them and they were so mad when they returned back to work forgiveness is a hard thing for many people to do i understand it was a very hard thing to do because that means it makes you look like the better person. And some people don't feel like that they should have to apologize first. They feel like the other person should apologize. So both people are refusing to apologize because they feel like the other person should be doing the apologies and not themselves. No, it's not about the, the bigger person is the one that does apologize. It's not the person that doesn't. The bigger person will apologize. 
they will take responsibility even if it's not their fault. Even if the other person is wrong, the bigger person will take the responsibility, will apologize, and they will produce have more of a productive day than the person that will be wanting to stew about it and be mad about it. I mean, there are people that will rather stay angry. They will rather stay angry. They will rather be bitter. They will not apologize and they feel like they're okay with it and they may get ahead in some parts of their life but there are other areas in their lives quietly that people don't know about they're not productive they feeling like the world is coming down on their on on them on their shoulders and they can't get ahead it may look good on the outside but on the inside that's where the true test is shown. Well, apart from any of my other episodes from patience and faith and endurance and experience, I'm adding the layer of forgiveness. Forgiveness, I know, it can be quite hard to do, but do it for you. It's not for the other person. I love hearing that from Cicely Tyson in a movie when she said, it's not for them, it's for you. And if you want that burden to be lifted off your shoulders, it's best to forgive and just let it go. Because you don't want to be drugged down and weighed down because you don't have it in your heart to forgive someone. I know it's hard. I know that what they did probably is unforgivable, but forgive them anyway, and then ask God to forgive you. This is Kim Jones with Standing on Solid Ground. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and I really appreciate your support. You have a wonderful and blessed day.